Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Michael Ron. It is Thursday, September 1st. We're going to release this today. In this episode, Liverpool get it done in Origi time. Holland hat trick again. That's twice as six goals in the games for the uninitiated. And the transfer deadline is over. Was there a dildo in your face? No. But first, Mike, what did you make of the overall transfer work done? Anything you feel like a game changer? Anything that happened today that feels monumental or just want to review the whole thing as a whole nothing today um but i want to talk about it as a whole and i think you know we were talking about it before we started recording and there was one team that really stood out and lester didn't do anything right they pulled the tottenham if you will and um and every other team nottingham forest fulham uh southampton every team whether you just got promoted you're hanging on by a thread or uh you know everybody is making not just one or two big waves and it's awesome. And it's, it goes back to what we've talked about for months now, uh, where the league is just so uber competitive. It's insane. Lester, you're in trouble. We'll get to more about them today. Yeah. Um, well, but, but on the other side of that, so I, I do think Lester did find some defender from France. Maybe he might be good. I don't know at the end there. But okay. but to, juxtap- to juxtapose that with Nottingham Forest, who I think are did 19. 21 players. Oh, that's right. At the other two at the deadline. That's right. Bowley came in from 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 Wolverhampton. I mean, I don't even know how that works. How do you? What do you do with twenty one players plus the guys you had? Do they just like? Well, you just throw them out. <laughs> Where are they? Well, yes, right. But I think the the most interesting thing about that is twenty one players. That is a full senior squad, not just like your match day eleven. Like, there's players who will be left out, right? And look, there's ones for the future in there, and that's fine. But yeah. like, uh, but it's just it creates creates this this significantly competitive nature within the team. No, we're not just happy to be here. We want to stay here. We want to make waves and we want to finish as close to the top half and go to the European spots as we can. Yeah. We're not as far as we have two stars on our chest, right? Uh, who is it in, in the, in the squeaky bum time Facebook group? I think it was either Seth or, or uh, Andy, a couple of my buddies from Connecticut who sent the, the Frank Grimes, Homer Simpson meme about how Homer has two stars on the chest and Frank Grimes is Man City. Like, you have two stars? What the hell is this? Right? It's the best yeah. meme I've seen. You'll never sing that. Champions of Europe. You'll never sing that. They will have two European championships. Yeah. That's insane. One nil to the empty seats. Was that the song? Oh, that was mean. That was awesome. No, that's awesome. Um, but, you know, I think um, – yeah, yeah, So, so the, ga- the story is that everybody – the tide is rising and all boats are choosing to – you know, try and do their best to keep up with it, aside from Lester. And um, the big winners, uh, my low-key winner is not going to surprise anybody who listens to the show, uh, Brighton, because despite <laughs> the fact that they sold Basuma, they sold Cucurella, they've done a lot of really smart things, and they've all, they they reload without you even noticing. So I think that right. that's really smart. Spurs, uh, I think they have one of the, the most impact players of the window. We've seen already Richarlison come on and change games three times. He hasn't even gotten a start yet. Uh, and uh, speaking of impact players, holy Holland, Batman. Um, just so we're all clear, he is on pace to more than double the Premier League goal record right yeah, now. 68. He's on, yeah, yeah. He's on 68. Yeah. He's not going to score 68 goals. No, no, no. no. He's on 76. <laughs> yeah. He's on 76. Doubling the record would be 68. Yeah. He is eight clear of 2x of the all-time record. It's it's he won't get that, but you know, it's oh, still no, he crazy. won't he won't hit Barry Bonds home run numbers. Yeah, then we'd have, to, we'd, we'd, we'd have to we'd have to we'd have to check on him at that point. 
I mean, he's got horse placenta or something in those veins. But I mean, yeah. you know, we talked about, it. oh, Man City has a striker. But before anything else, Laurent, my friend, let's get the scores. I have one more anecdote. You ready? Okay. The net spend for the Premier League was $1.3 billion. The next clo- billion pounds, the next closest net spend was La Liga with $55 million. Oh, That's wow. just a stake of how much bigger the Premier League is. There is a Super League, and it's the Premier League. It's the Premier League. Okay, I will do the scores starting from Tuesday, going in order of games played. Here we go. Palace won. Brentford won. I bet on this game. I thought Brentford would win, but Palace were good. Zaha is a son of a bitch. Fulham behind the powering, battering ram of Mitrovic defeat my beloved Brighton. Brighton didn't create much, didn't do much. Good game for Fulham. They're off to Schneid. They're moving well. Southampton, two. Chelsea, one. This wasn't close. Southampton were better. Chelsea are bad. The Tuchel revolution is losing. They have a Abramovich hangover. Maybe they're getting bombed by Ukrainians. Leeds, one. Everton, one. Leeds' second half was incredible. Uh, and the big news here, Rafinha going out with a dislocated shoulder, but he should be okay. Uh, Anthony, My boy, Anthony Gordon, who I drafted, still doing well. Wednesday games. Arsenal 2, Aston Villa 1. This wasn't close. Arsenal battered Villa. Villa are fucking bad. They scored a goal in an Olympico, which was very cool, but it was probably a foul. And I do want to go back. Something we didn't talk about last week was good goals. In the Southampton game, Lavia had a killer goal that went right past Mendy for one of their goals. Mm -hmm. Then Bournemouth, after giving up nine, have the best thing you can have, which is Wolves. They gave up nothing. So (laughs) nil-nil to Wolves because we're not going to we're and not going to cover this score. game that much, but I watched it closely because I was I had Wolves in a parlay, and uh, Raul Jimenez stinks. He's got to yeah. go. The I rest of that team, had, I, I mean, they were they were at it. They were at like one point six yeah, expected fighting. goals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're coming around. They yeah. will probably be very underpriced. We're probably not going to get to best bets today, but yeah. keep an eye on Wolves in the near future. Then our what we should have bet on was the exact score one one Tottenham v West Ham. I said it. Yeah, uh, Tottenham were good in the first half. West Ham were good in the second half. West Ham grew into this game, and probably a draw is fair, and maybe they could have edged you guys. Definitely. I wonder. I still wonder about Tottenham's creativity. Maybe in defense, it's one of these things where Romero playing out from the back actually gives them more impetus when they have both Dyer and Romero. Let's the ball move around a little bit quicker so Kane does not have people marking him, and then he can pass. One of these things. Weak link sport. A bad defender not passing well changes how you attack. Anyway, then Newcastle, in, then Liverpool in Origi time. God damn it. Defeat Newcastle 2-1. Newcastle were good for this game. Isak had one goal chalked off and one goal he scored that were twinkle toes, Barney Rubble, amazing goals. To see a six-foot-three lanky man move like a five-foot-eight uh, elf is amazing. He was so good. Newcastle should have won this game. If Maximen and, and Guimarash are in this game, they beat Liverpool at Anfield. But the fucking elves showed up for goddamn Liverpool, and they win 2-1. And those are the scores. Where well, and then, and then today... Uh, oh, Man and today, United. of course. And then yeah. Man United defeat uh, a, a hapless Leicester. I mean, what the fuck? 1-0. Yeah, that was, that was really hard to watch. It yeah, was, it was... It, United controlled a 1-0. Really controlled it. Yeah. Like, they never were in trouble. They were never threatened. If anything, they had the chances. They were organized. They had everything under control. Really, only two players for Leicester were at it at all. I would say uh, Dewsbury Hall and Madison really put the work in. 
Vardy, and Barnes. No, Vardy got nothing. Not even um, a shot. Nothing. Yeah, Vardy did nothing. I thought my nine and a half Frenny and Nacho is probably the best option. I, I don't know what's going on at Leicester, but it's not good. And it's the same players. It's not like the talent's gone. It's just they're gone. Well, here, I'll pose you <laughs> one. Here you go. Who yeah. looked worse this week, Brendan Rodgers, Leicester City, or Steven Gerrard's Aston Villa? I think that Rodgers has more in the bank, but it's draining fast. Like mm-hmm. he's he's at the craps table. He's with the hookers. And I don't think Gerard <laughs> Gerard is at the worst casino, and he's putting nickels into the slot machine at he's the airport. In- He's in old Vegas. No, he's yeah, in old he's Vegas. In Re- or he's not even in Vegas. He's in Reno. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. I think, uh, yes, of course, um, I meant performance-wise on the clubs, but obviously, oh, you know, performance-wise, Lester- Leicester's was better. Like, they have more talent, but Villa was just bad. They were, got, would, they, they were lucky not to be blown out. I, I, yes. I would say Villa got beaten by what is, I mean, admittedly, hey, I have to start to say it, uh, uh, quite a good Arsenal performance again, right? Yeah, really um, good. So, so they were beaten. Whereas you and I were talking during the game, Leicester seemed disinterested. And so Which is worse. That's why I would say, yes, that's why I would say <laughs> Leicester was the worst of the two. Um, Villa got, you know, a, kind of a cheap goal, right? But, I mean, same thing with, with Vardy. Ollie Watkins didn't have a shot because I bet on that prop. Um, <laughs> but, no, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting that he um, – neither striker in either game had, had any real – was any was up for it at all. So, um, United, again, professional win. Um, Ronaldo re- stays, by the way, because the deadline that's, has that's shut. That's a big news story. If we want to sort of shift back to the transfer window, Ronaldo staying really shows there's nobody wants him. Well, look, there's okay, but you know, this is the first midweek game of many, many, many for the rest of the year. Yes, it will be the, very interesting Cup. to see if Ten Hag right. plays him on Thursday in the Europa League, sure. or if he plays him. On Sunday against Arsenal, which we'll talk about a little. He will in not depth play. He will not start against Arsenal. I agree, but you're gonna. So he's been a good soldier so far. He will. He's a professional. He want you. He wants to score. Like he came on. He was like, let's let's go. Okay, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is he going to be a professional if he has to play wherever they're playing on Thursday in the Europa League? He wants to play no matter what, wherever they're playing. He wants to play. Will he disrupt the team? No, but as long as they keep winning, the sands of time keep shifting towards Ten Hag. Of course. Everything is working for him, Mm -hmm. right? He's getting the wins. Martinez has galvanized the defense where they're fucking high-fiving each other for every block. You know, he's a tough little feather-haired little bird bastard. Yep. I like it. There was a point at which I don't know if it was Delo or – Hey, cleared one off the line. They fucking made out with each other. It was amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was Delo. He well, he beat right, where, Barnes. Where Barnes, come, Barnes comes on the wing. He's about to cross it, and he gets and he, the he gets the goal kick. He gets the deflection off of Barnes, yes. right? So yeah, and and Barnes just and that was you look at him and you look at Vardy and they just slunk down and they're like, I mean, that sucks. That I mean, they never really had any sustained attack for the rest of the game after that. They just kind of yeah, quit. They, they had two shots on target, and they were both Madison free kicks. So, okay. Uh, I think these are different questions. But okay. it's it, it's the same question, but I think it's different answers significantly, I should say. Okay. Uh, if In a vacuum, one of these two gets fired. Let's start with Gerard. Okay. If Gerard gets fired, 
who is a, who is a suitable replacement for Aston Villa. And I'm not saying he's going to, but we have to we have to ask the question because by the way, we say goodbye to one of our friends, the first of the season, Scott Parker, really that was, harshly done. That was, that was bad. But and, I've, and, I've, and I've looked into it. it. I've looked into it. It was coming. He had been attacking the team all summer. Where are my dudes? Where are my dudes? Where really? are my dudes? Well, and he, he has went to, to a Nor- point. Nottingham Forest just but got 20 guys. Can I get fucking three? You know, that's not Bournemouth and Nottingham Forest. This is where like size of club comes in. Yeah, Bournemouth is a small club. They got mm-hmm. ten thousand seat. It's in an. It's in like it's if like the Hamptons got a team. Right. Whereas Nottingham Forest is like Buffalo, right? Like yeah. a team that a former glory, word hardworking town in the Midlands, and it's like they had been down in their luck, and it's like if the Buffalo Sabers were like going to go to the Stanley Cup final, everyone would be like. The, the all of Western New York would lift up beyond them, whereas the Carolina fucking Hurricanes have actually gone to the Stanley Cup final, and nobody cares. Twice. Exactly. Twice. Yeah, <laughs> I know Rod Brindamore. I remember. Yep. <laughs> so I made a hockey reference. There he is. My my nipples got a little hard there. Um, okay, but so and and so we say goodbye to Scott Parker, and I think he got a really raw deal. Neither you know there, and I and I liked. I don't like Jurgen Klopp. I, I'm very much on record of saying that. But I loved how he basically shot back at Bournemouth. And he said, hey, look, you gave him four games. He won one of them, by the way. And then he had City, Arsenal, and Liverpool. Bang, bang, bang. And he gets the doors blown off of him by Liverpool. What are we supposed to do here? Right? Yeah. So um, He's got so more I, points than freaking Leicester and three other teams. That's what I'm saying. And so now the question has to be asked, right? And it's, it's a sort of a who's next. And by the way, Tommy it's Tuchel's, not Dyche. I Tommy thought it Tuchel's was on Dyche. this list. Um I, it, it can't be Dyche. It can't be Dyche. No, you know who the I right answer they're, 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 is? They're, they're Dean the Smith. What? Oh, <laughs> Dean Smith. Yeah, but he's in Norwich. Um, so I looked into this, and the whole thing with Parker was that he was completely not aligned. Apparently, there was a preseason game against Real Sociedad where they lost, and okay. he blasted the owner. The owner called him and was like, yo, you can't be blasting me. No. There's a way to do this, and he didn't do it right. And I think he did the same thing with Fulham. And he basically said – Back me or fire me, and they chose fire me. So for Bournemouth, which is a small team, 10,000 seat, it's on a city that has 40,000 people, small club. Mm -hmm. They basically are saying, we're in the Premier League, we're going to take our check, and we're going to go home. Right. If we stay up, we stay up, but that's going to be because we punch over our weight. They're going to do a Huddersfield town and be like, hey, we did good. Basically, they made it to the Premier League because they won – they went undefeated in their first 17 games in the championship, sputtered down the stretch, stayed in the top three. Then in the back half of the season, they got a reinforcement. So they were reinforced in January to get to the Premier League. Right. But, and I think the owner was just like, those are your guys. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. So they get Nathan Redmond. They do get Nathan Redmond and Jack Stevens from Southampton. When you're getting Southampton rejects, yeah, right. Those guys were so getting relegated with those. Guys. I felt really good about Wolves going into this week because of exactly that. I looked at the Bournemouth lineup and I went, maybe, maybe three of these guys are Premier League quality players, especially in the context of what we've always been saying, you know, and like how good this league is getting. Quality, yeah. I mean, they are squad players for a competitive Bottom team. Half team. Right. Com- uh, uh, yeah. A, a, a competitive team, meaning they're not like cannon fodder. Right. Yeah. Um, There's not so, yeah. much cannon fodder. That's the weird thing. No, but this, they're cannon fodder. They are now. Yes. There is one team that is going down for yeah. sure. And it is Bournemouth. 
They're yeah. gone. Like mm-hmm. cut them loose. They may, they may not because they are the worst team, but because the 18 teams ahead of them all have desires, plans, notions. They may end up being one of the worst Premier League teams in history because they're in the most permitted competitive Premier League team. Yeah, and I mean, we said the same thing about Norwich. We said the same thing about Fulham the last few years. Um, but again, the the question has to be asked because who's their only win against Aston Villa? So, <laughs> I mean, Stevie, that, that team's too we're good. looking... They're too good. I'm not saying they're not too good. He has to get fired. I'm not saying they're not gonna, Yeah, I'm not saying they're going to get relegated. I'm saying, dude, we got to go, man. Like, something's got to happen. They've got City and, next. And it wasn't... Yeah, well, the, you guys might be the, the coach killers now. Um, <laughs> no, that's... By the way, Liverpool. Six coaches fired after losing to Liverpool aye, under aye, Klopp. Aye. Poor bastards. They are the killers of coaches. Yeah, but, I mean, look. <laughs> you can't... You can't I wouldn't fire somebody after a Liverpool or Man City drubbing, even if it's nine. Okay? But this was different. This wasn't because of that. It was building. No, I understand, and I'm not saying it looks that, that way, but it was not. But that. it's okay. the performances that are just scary. But so okay, at that. Now, what about Brendan Rodgers? He's got a lot more mileage on him. He's got a much better team. There's they no finished. Chance. Let's be clear, right? They finished. I want to make sure I have this right. They finished eighth last season. I know that, and they were bad. Down the stretch. They literally were a 500 team. 14, I thought they were way lower than 14, eight. 10, and 14 with literally a almost even goal difference, plus three. They yep. were right, but their expected goal difference was minus 10. They, in fact, outperformed how bad they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe they are slipping to where they should be. A minus 10 goal difference puts you in the 14-15 range. Like Southampton was a minus 10. Everton were minus 10. Uh, Burnley, who went down, were minus 17. This is expected goal difference. And so minus 10 fairness, is actually is – actually, he got them to play better than expected. But that was – remember I talked about it. Schmeichel was terrible for them. Yes, he was. And in the interest of fairness, here's who Leicester has played, for those that don't remember. Man United, Chelsea, they lost a tough game at Southampton. That's one you probably should win. And Arsenal and Brentford. Those are not easy games. Granted, there aren't many, as we keep saying. But they play Brighton on Sunday – and then Leicester City, Aston Villa, the sword oh. is swinging. That's it. <laughs> that I, is I, a, now that... I hope that they both make it through the weekend because that's going to happen. <laughs> they don't have a midweek game. That's going to be the game that kills either Steven Gerrard or Brendan Rodgers, and I'm very excited about it now. All right, um, where do you want to go? Let's go Let's go to the top four, their results, what's coming next for them. Let, we start in Liverpool. Aye, aye, aye. We both watched um, this. Newcastle. My takeaway is Newcastle are good. They just well, (laughs) Newcastle's new piece. Everything about Newcastle is it Isak or Isak? I don't know, but it doesn't matter. I'm in love with this man. He's fantastic. Um, it's it's uh, you know, he's he's a guy that we talked about a lot during the Euros in 2020. Yes, We, we previewed when he's when he got signed a little bit. Uh, and I was all about him. I'm a huge, you know, in on him. I actually had him to, I didn't have him to score, but I had him, uh, for two shots. He nailed that. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's one of those where you just let Newcastle, uh, Liverpool hang around and look, they got what they deserved from, you know, for the most part, uh, they, they just time wasting and time wasting and time wasting. They're going to give it to Liverpool. They are going to give it to Liverpool every single time. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, minutes, I don't, I don't, I don't buy the, I don't, I don't listen. The guy wasted time. It's fine. It was late in the game. That's fine. Here's the bigger issue is like Pope is right there. He's about to pick it up. And I'm not sure 
if it was Willock or Murphy who flick it into the air one more time. As it's literally Pope is on the ground about to grab the ball. Yeah. Willock flicks it into the air and then our, my, one of my sons from the championship, although I may have to disown him because he's on Liverpool, Fabio Carvalho, who, by the way, it was the kids who saved Liverpool. Harvey Elliott was awesome. He was the yeah. only guy really pushing the team forward in the midfield. Henderson, Fabinho was doing his thing, but Henderson, Milner, none of those guys could really do anything. And you got the sense as you're watching the game that that midfield problem with Liverpool is still there. They just, if you get the ball off them and you do a couple passes, you're in on them because they don't mm -hmm. stop play. And I thought, like, Joe Linton is really good as a midfielder. <laughs> yeah, He's big, he's strong, he knocks people off the ball. And he's when interesting. You and when you do those defensive actions and you get the that first pass out of defense into him, he turns and goes and gets them out of trouble and gets the ball yeah. moving, which is all you can ask from a midfielder. Mm -hmm. And the and other so, thing about that is, uh, you know, he, he's got an interesting career path. Our, our friend Chari, uh, producer Chari, was thought we were talking about it, uh, you know, started as a striker, went out through the wing, went back central and is now kind of bossing it. Right. So uh, it's interesting. I like seeing players. Uh, excel at or, or at least succeed at um, at positions where they weren't naturally expected to be. And right? then to, and then to be a, and then also to give managers credit to be like he can do this or he should yes. do this or recognizing a player. And we can get to this. We'll get to it right now because Liverpool are going to play Everton. That's their next game, um, and that is one player I think about because of Iwobi on Everton, who is this winger yeah. who is now a central midfielder. Who when you watch Everton like. Oh, who's this? Who's this amazing midfielder who just gets on the ball and makes things happen? Oh, that's Alex Iwobi. What's he Alex doing Iwobi? There? Wow, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so Everton and and Liverpool play each other in the Merseyside derby. He's trying to mix it up, and then I believe that um, our friends at Newcastle have Crystal Palace. So that's another good game coming up in the week that is exciting. Those are yeah. so many. It's just it just feels like this feels like a fun, interesting game with good players. All the time. <laughs> Almost every day. And it's awesome. Yeah. And by the way, next week, I was like, wait a minute. There's no midweek games? Yeah, there is. There's yeah, Champions, Champions League. League. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So so yeah. buckle up, friends. We got three months of this. So so that's um, that's Liverpool. They get their win. They're off to Schneid. They're lucky. The funny thing about this game is like, had they not win, won this game, one, there were two things. Had they lost the league, if, if, if City, who we'll talk about next, are going to just rampage. Mm -hmm. But they... But two, they get the win, and their narrative completely changes, which is bizarre to me. I'm like, they were still terrible. Yeah. And they needed almost 100 minutes to pull out a lucky draw against Newcastle. Now, they do get a midfielder. They get Artur from Juventus via Barcelona, who really hasn't been playing. He's, it seems like he's a body. He's like a very cheap knockoff Tiago. So now, let's be very fair about A creative this. midfielder, things. blah, blah, blah. Two things. A, you know, he's and and I, I enjoyed very much the Sky Sports uh, deadline special this after this afternoon. It was good. Um, but um, two things about this: uh, they brought up he's Brazilian and he plays with Fabinho, so there's that. But also Oops. coming from my Tottenham fandom seat, um, Rodrigo Bentancur and uh, Dejan Kulusevski, both two players who uh, Juventus was like, yeah, okay, fine. So you know, there's Maybe. a lot of diamonds in that row. Yeah. So, well, I mean, so, it's, it's the Allegri thing. It's the Italian thing. Oh, you're you're too much of a maverick. You're too creative. Why don't you do what I tell you to do? And they're yeah. just like, because I'm this. I do this stuff. So he famously was a swap deal for Mijar and Pjanic. Yep. That was the original move. Mm -hmm. Both Pjanic and him uh, don't work. And I will use the pun. Was it a Liverpool Pjanic 
steel. <laughs> Panic. Hmm. Anyway, Panic. Uh, Panic. so, <laughs> so that goes to Liverpool keeping pace. City we'll never say that again. Sorry. City uh, uh, played oh, Nottingham oh, Forest. That oh, was not fair. That dude, was that, ugly. That, that was, was brutal. But <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it was. It was really like if you can stomach watching Mike Tyson fight an infant. There's <laughs> yeah, beauty it was in it. Not nice. No, but there is. There was beauty in it. Like the the graceful power with which Erling Holland operates. Yeah. The first goal where he just completely eats alive the defender and yeah. just toe poke. Yeah. Outside exactly. foot. Yeah. Leaning yeah. back. Just oh just the man pure murder. Is just, and then the we other do thing to, was we need to drug test him. The other thing was Liverpool a city playing like the is this gonna be the best front three for the next five years? Foden, Holland, Alvarez, which gives me goosebumps. Oh, man. They're all twenty two years old. They're all just going there so i wasn't watching this game because i was i mean well, i saw like the highlights games on. going on at the same time but right but i just <laughs> i kept checking i'm like did he get another one did he get another one but okay yeah. late in the game they bring on um uh these uh younger players um riyad Mahrez and kevin de bruyne <laughs> oh and cole palmer which is and also cole nice. palmer right yeah. but like i'm sitting here and i'm like these sons of bitches rotated they rotated they won by six and then they brought on a former player of the year like recent yeah. by the way there is no doubt in my mind. City don't normally do this. This was kind of – they poured it on. They see the Liverpool get the nine, and they're like, there's times to get these goals. We're going to get them now. We're going to get them. And look, I mean, you know, we're five games in, and the Liverpool goal difference is nine, and Man City's 14. So, oh, yeah, cool, nine matters. nothing doesn't matter. You guys are plus five on them already and plus <laughs> five points. And that's what I mean. You, you, you brought it up. I'm glad you did. Like – yeah. The Liverpool win is so big because I keep saying you can't win the league in August, but you can lose it. And if the if you're racing against this Manchester City side, you're in a shit a load of trouble if you're, what, seven points behind before September 1st. So, um, Yeah, and by the way, just to, to give some, some context, City have 74% possession. They take, you know, 17 shots, nine on target. Holland has scored – has has over, nine goals on less than 100 touches. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that sat was ridiculous. Um, and by the way, this was a classic uh, Nottingham Forest. Burn the tape. Don't look at it. Come back to training tomorrow. By the way, we'll, we'll be I don't think they – sorry. Sure, they got beat really badly, but they didn't give up. Like, they were playing hard. They no, tried no, to do stuff. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, because, no, but well, I mean, like, again, when you, some, like, sometimes you see, like, United losing to Liverpool last year where they've given up. They fought. Yeah. They kept trying. They kept going. Well, look, right? and here's the difference, like right? They gave up. Bournemouth, I mean, we expect them to not be in a battle for a relegation spot. Nottingham Forest is going to be, we think, and we hope not, but we think, and shit, the goal difference matters. Hey, Man City, I get it. Can you knock it the fuck off, right? Like, like we got, <laughs> we're working on something here, right? So, but they do have um, 22 new guys. So, uh, there is, there was one run. I think it was on one of the Holland goals, maybe the second or third. Holland grabs Joe Worrell, who's trying to check him, and he throws him. He just yeah. throws him out of the way to get to the yeah. run to be in the front post on the jump on the on the stones header back across. Yes, he that's right. He throws him off him, and he's on the ground. That's why the yeah. space is there because he's knocked him yeah. off. It is uh, it is something I didn't think it was going to be like this. Cancelo's goal was good. Both of Alvarez's goals were good, but it's a hat trick in the first half, and then City pour on three more in the second half to make everybody happy. Uh, and it then was let's, really uh... fun and destructive. 
who does City have next? Let's see. City take on Aston Villa. Aston Villa, Ooh. right. Oh, goodness gracious. And then, yeah, so um, that could go badly. Uh, although Nottingham Villa... Forest and Bournemouth. And it could be, and it could be basically a, a, a clash of those two styles you mentioned a few minutes ago. So I think I think with Bourne, with with Forest, they have shown me the West Ham game where they fought and got their win or their draw. Uh against did they play you guys? They played well. They got a, they got they lost one nil, right? Or two one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And against City, even though they got beat, I think I feel like they go into that Bournemouth game, provided they can keep themselves up. That they go right. into that game going, we can beat Bournemouth. We're yeah. going to beat them, especially yeah. at home. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but so, okay, we go from there. We go to London because there's a lot that has to uh, happen there. And we have to start, whether I like it or not, at the top of the table with uh, with the Gunners, man. I mean, again, we, good, we touched man. on it. Really, really comprehensive performance. 22 shots. Um, Nine on just, target. It was a battering. It was a battering. And, uh, you know, we, we talk about it. You know, if uh, – if Odegaard is is clicking and Arsenal is going to be really really tough, pretty to stop. sure he's hurt, so he may miss this United game, yes, which is a huge. big big deal. Because I yeah. think even last year, you Arsenal's first eleven was good. It was sure. whenever one guy came out, like the Nuno Tavares game, where he just <laughs> fell apart. Right? He yeah, fucked yeah. them. They, it was like, can you not have this guy on the field because he's killing you? Mm-hmm. Um, whenever they had to go like Shaka at left back, like what the fuck was going on? But they have a little bit of replacement, like parties out. Lukongo came in. He was decent enough, but the drop to have El Nenny in there versus party and Shaka, they, they still, they still probably can't lose. They seem like they have depth at fullback, but they really can't lose a central defender. I don't think, you know, no. between Gabriel no. and Gabriel and Gabriel and the other <laughs> Gabriel, uh, <laughs> but they're still, they're really good. Um, I don't like my thing with them is I don't trust Ramsdale. No, you know, he's, I'd say he's above replacement level, but not much, but, um, again, he does this not is going feel to be... like a premier league winning goalkeeper. That, oh no, 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 of course not. But I mean, premier look... league winning goalkeepers are not fired up. They're chill. They're like Hugo Lloris is a premier league winning goalkeeper. Even if he never wins one, right. Um, he's a world cup winning goalkeeper. He's a world cup winning goalkeeper. Ederson, chill. Does Cruyff turns on the line? No problem. Allison, chill. You gotta be chill, like mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. or stoic. You know your checks. You can't and, be yelling and screaming. That's not goalkeeper personality. Right. Right. Although so, Emmy Martinez shaking his hips when he stops penalties is pretty. Cool. Oh, I've I've forgotten how much I missed Emmy Martinez. <laughs> um, look, and and I said it on the on the last episode or the one before that. Um, Arsenal are doing what they're supposed to do. They're beating bad teams with comprehensive, really good performances and, yes. and comparable not, to Spurs. Right. It's not just winning. It's right and comparable to the Spurs, who have drop points, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Yep. Uh, they have looked shaky as shit. So all the credit in the world to Arsenal. I'm not taking anything away from them. However, two things are going to happen simultaneously. A, they're going to be met with a real proper challenge with United on the road at Old Trafford. And then additionally, they start to play in one of the harder Europa League groups that exists, right? So they go to Zurich, PSV, uh, and and our friends, Bodo Glynn. Oh, the the Arctic Circle. Yes, that's right. So the travel stuff, okay? Listen, all you you animal lovers – they're gonna wear fur. <laughs> <laughs> they need um, it. They need look, fur. <laughs> so two things are gonna happen, right? You have you have a tough 
Europa League group for whatever that's worth to you, and you have a lot of travel, you're going to start playing Thursdays and Sundays and Thursdays and Sundays. And the team is going to wear down. It's going to wear down. And oh, by the way, after United, you get Arsenal, then you go to Brentford, then you have Spurs, Liverpool, Leeds, Man City. So, hey, we're going to learn a lot more about you. They could lose three of those. We could lose, you could lose all of them theoretically, right? And again, I'm this is not me bashing on yeah, Arsenal. These are they, I think you've got to put the points in the bank so that you can get have, drawn. And yeah. they have 15 Drawers, points. Draws. <laughs> God bless them. They have 15 points. So so they feel as good, you know, after one or two or three wins, they're like, Yeah, all right, we're gonna be in the Champions League spot this, this year. We're not even worried about it. Now they are they as they should, you've got five from five. You should have the delusions of grandeur. You should be saying, look at Liverpool. They're a mess. Man City, okay, well, whatever. But we're two points ahead of them, so we should keep on pressing. And we got a chance to win the league. And you know what? Who am I to say that they're wrong? But we're going to learn a lot more about those chances not, in, in 30 days. They're not winning the league. Teams don't I know they're not the winning the league. I know, what Le- I'm saying I know is- Leicester won the league, but teams don't just win the league. No, I know that that. But like, but my point is like, they have, a, they have as big a claim to it as anybody. Yeah, um, there's literally we'll a lot more about it. A lot of teams that think they're going to win the league. Course, uh, but your team, course. your team, and, and then Arsenal have United, so that's the big game of the weekend. Yes, uh, on Monday night. Is that right? I think it's Sunday. Sunday, the late game Sunday. Sunday. Arsenal man United. Yeah, they rekindle the battle. It's now not who is the banter club. It's 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 a little bit of like uh, two young Jedi's trying to sort of fight it out. Sure. One's one's just sort of coming out of it, just like what, right? United, you've got their three wins in a row. We can talk about that Leicester game, whatever. But they have yet to score more than one goal. So mm-hmm. it's all well and good defending, blah, blah, blah. But where are these other goals going to come from? Someone They're going to have to beat someone and score some goals. Because uh, one goal versus Southampton, where you almost got battered, is just not quite enough. Leicester, who we're talking about being a relegation team, you know, yeah, you have your Liverpool win. You can ride that for as long as you want. That was the key moment for them. But now they've got the solidity. They need to start scoring because they're sure. not scoring anything. And staying staying in North London, uh, you know, I, I I did not feel good about going into West Ham. Um, no. and I actually did text you before the game. <laughs> yes. We have receipts. And I said, you know, you asked me how I was feeling about it. I'm like, look, I think it's going to be a 1-1 one, one draw. Um, <laughs> I think I – and by the way, I think I did say on the pod on Thursday, best bets – both teams to score. So hopefully somebody trailed me. On I, that I, did, I, I didn't, I didn't mess I didn't. with betting today. I did. I did the, the, the parlay on the first day with the, the hipster trifecta, which yeah. failed miserably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, I mean, um, you know, it, you said it in the open, you know, Spurs were sprightly in the first half. They had a penalty ruled out. Uh, I can't make heads or tails of it, to be honest. It, it is what it is. It, I didn't think it was conclusive enough to overturn, but who am I? Um, Harry Kane gets his goal. It goes off a defender, so it's not his. But um, I actually was joking with you that uh, Erling Holland, we're coming for you. No, uh, but it wasn't yet. his goal. I know, and, it's, and it's okay. He, he's got a couple of golden boots. He doesn't need it. But Listen, um, I, Spurs really didn't do much to, uh, to solidify their lead. Uh, and then halftime comes, and the London Stadium just eats them alive. And uh, Hoybier falls it was, asleep. It was very on the Spurs Mourinho. Remember we talked yeah, about that? Yeah, yeah. Right. Mourinho. And Spurs. I mean, look, you know, you can point the finger at a couple of different players on the goal. It's off of a throw-in, which never feels good. Um, Hoybier is caught like yelling at the ref, and his guy is the one who scores, which looks really, really bad. Uh, I actually noticed that a few times over the course of the first half, too, uh, where he was kind of giving the ref shit instead of being in position. But um, I thought Basuma was okay. 
Yeah. When I saw that there was no Romero, I definitely felt good about both teams to score. Um, <laughs> but uh, I thought Basuma didn't really do it for me. Yeah, he's he's he he has I'm not games. Saying he's, he's a bust. He's, no, no, no. He, he's just inconsistent. There's games yeah. where he's going to look amazing, and there's games where he's just going to be like a guy who ticks the ball over, moves it here and there. He was moving so, though. Right. So yeah. unlike, unlike the last signing we had in that spot. Right. Exactly. Like yeah. I, I'm not going to couple him with Ndombele who just lo- looks like he couldn't be bothered most of the time when he was out there. Oh no, uh, no, no. Basuma, Basuma plays. Yeah. Basuma plays. Yeah. So I think he was, he was fine. Um, I mean, you could, the thing is like, what's his face? Uh, Antonio hit the post. You guys. Oh yeah. No, they, they could have. And the, the goal line scamper right at the end there yeah. too. Um, there was an easy West Ham win that could have and arguably should have happened. So I'll yeah. take the draw. Uh, it is what it too, is. Right? Was that? Did Bowen miss one too? I think. Yeah, but Bowen. He's, oh man, Bowen has just looked terrible. He looks like the monster showed up and took all his powers. Yeah, he's not. Jam. He's not quite. By the way, I saw that movie for the first time. It's not good. The old one. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, the old one's great. The new one, don't get oh, started. No. But, no, 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 no. The old um, one's bad. Trust me, I watched it. But it's, but it's old. It's bad. It's good. for you. Anyway. It's right. It, it's 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 your I childhood. Was, I, I, I was I eight. Was, yeah, um, I was not. <laughs> I'm not worried about Sonny yet, uh-huh. and I said that into the microphone just now to convince myself that I'm not worried about Sonny. He's just got to. He's got to play it through. Got to. They got to figure out. You got to play him through it. Yeah. Yeah. The way to um, figure but, this out is. You've got to somehow get Kane into the creative spots to free everything up because right now they're just not creating anything, right? Like, well, just there's a couple of times enough, not taking enough shots, not taking enough good shots, especially against teams that play deep. They got no lock picker because Kane is the lock picker. Yes, and as the as the transfer window shut, I was glad we didn't go out and get Daniel James, who, by the way, I can take on in a minute. Um, but there was no. There's no yeah lockpicker. There was no creative midfielder, and Chelsea didn't yeah. do that either. But yeah. I think um, more I, on Sonny, he hasn't really. He's looking like his confidence is is waning because there's a couple of shooting, touches. Though. The Sonny, not really. The Sonny, you know, um, if he catches, he gets a long ball on the break, and he's got a step. Even if it's, he'll make a great touch, and he'll be off. Yeah. Now it's bouncing off of him. It's kind of that's the part where I'm starting to get a little. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, and the hard part back. is that he'll how do you keep – you have to let him play through it. But at the same time, how do you keep Richarlison out of the lineup any longer? kuliseski has been great. Kane's not going anywhere. And and so I love having him as a as a as an ener- energizer off the bench. That's fine. But yeah. if you're going to do that, you have to tell Sonny before the game, like, look, you could score four goals in this game. You get 60 minutes. I don't care. Yeah. Right. So give me everything you have in the last 15 yeah. minutes of that se- or the first 15 minutes of the second half. And then we're going to yank you. Right. And he actually, yeah. by the way, he did come on for Kulisevsky today or this this week, not Sonny, um, because I think that was an opportunity Conte was giving him to kind of play through it yeah. and play with Richarlison. Yeah. Um, but I just, I didn't, I'm worried about my guy. So, um, and you've, we'll and, and, we'll and, and you guys, and you guys are Fulham next who are not easy. Not easy, but they should they ship goals. So I think that we should be yeah. able to get Sonny a fucking goal. And West Ham, <laughs> do they go to Chelsea? Yeah, they go to West Stanford Bridge. Uh, and we'll touch on Chelsea in a minute, but that's going to be a huge, huge game. Uh, a massive derby and with, yeah. with implications across the table. Because, by the Ful- way, Chelsea Fulham, is in. Fulham were really good and, and had and beat unbeaten Brighton and yeah. took it to them. Yeah. Uh, I don't, although I don't trust Tim Ream at all. Like, when I see oh, him sure. play and no one is like – 
attacking him, let him get on the ball and make passes. I'm like, what are you doing? That's Tim Ream. He can't yeah. get in the U.S. men's national team. He stinks. Nice. Someone like Kulishevsky should be like, we're going after you. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. There's good players in Fulham, like especially and, like and Chelsea there. are um, who who by the way, right on the stroke of 11 p.m. Uh, British time tonight, um, have uh, sealed the signature for uh, Aubameyang, um, okay. who by the way, 20 minutes he spent 20 minutes. I this is the, the highlight of the Sky Sports show for me. The driver he had couldn't figure out how to get into Stamford Bridge, so the, he had to like go, go around like the roundabout a couple of times. He went on the highway, off the exit the other way. Uh, they pulled into the wrong driveway it was fantastic so they blew about a half hour and it actually came down to the deadline um but uh but, been, uh, but to be fair to the, stuff. to uh to our friends we 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 trade they do trade two vehicular killers uh alonzo does go to Alonso's gone. in the trail yeah so that's five goals that they don't have anymore yeah it's it's <laughs> that five, dude goals. Scores five goals a year it's five goals Four. but he's it's not a net positive uh he's oh him going defender. they don't yeah they don't need a yeah, so uh, I mean, obviously, but they've got I, I still, and they've I'm got gonna so well. go. Sorry, I'm gonna go to the grave with this. I don't. Aubameyang is gonna make a difference because the issues with Chelsea are not in the front line. They have guys making runs. You, you have Mount and Havertz both have zero shots and zero, zero goals and zero assists. Yeah, something is not is is not happening before that part. Mm-hmm. Right? Either it's Reese James who's now having to play defense and not able to get up. Or he's afraid to play Chilwell because there's not enough defensive cover because Koulibaly right. is maybe Napoli knew something and they were like, this dude can't run. Yeah. <laughs> and so you have these two wily veterans playing back there. Fofana will come in. That's big for them. He's got he's 22. He's got pace. They'll go back to a three with with and, Thiago and, in the middle. And but, again, I, I brought this up before, but James will go out to right wing back and he will be far more lethal make in that position. Right. So maybe that's where the creative. They should put Reese James in the up. ten. They should put Reese James in the ten. I think at this point. <laughs> but can't, I don't. I, I think he needs that. He needs that. What's the space? It's I'm, it, to me. It's like the Trent Alexander Arnold space. It's yeah over the halfway line. You're not quite in the final third, or you're at the edge of the final third, and you whip crosses those diagonal mm-hmm. crosses from there that are just like this fucking ball is incredible. <laughs> and you know, who, and you know who's going to find. find. You know who's going to find Obama coming off the left. Those. Sterling. And Sterling. But Sterling is Aubameyang going to play in Sterling? Like, Aubameyang doesn't play through the middle. That's, That's my the, question now. They're I don't all, know. It's all weird. Now, yeah. I don't, you, I'll, I'll take Havertz and send him back to the freaking Nazi death camp he came from with that shaved head and just put Aubameyang in there. I never have to see Havertz again. I don't think he's good. Like, I don't know what, like, either he needs to be deeper and be a passer and a mover. Or maybe he's going to come down and they'll they'll move Mason Mount out. I don't know what the right yeah. combination is. And I don't think Tuchel knows either. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah. I don't score. know what to think about Havertz. I don't think he's as bad as you think. But I think he's also at the same time like – One chance a game and you miss and that's it and you blew it. Well, right. That, But of two minds a lot, right? Like, yeah. So he's trying to be that facilitator, also trying to get forward. I don't know. I don't really know and what to do And the other thing is him. I don't – like if if – if Klopp is the Teutonic Care Bear, Tuchel is like Gestapo head. Like oh, he just yeah. nothing good is he doesn't he just seems I don't want to play for that guy. He just seems no. like an asshole. Well, like well, I wrote down the plan and you didn't move where I said to move on the seventy third minute. You blew it. You're like, dude, give me a hug. 
<laughs> well, look, I mean, you know, Southampton come back from a, a, an early Raheem Sterling goal. They take a 2-1 lead into halftime, and they hold it the whole game. Chelsea gets 10 shots total. I don't know how many in the second half, but not that many. It and is, and uh, it's, it's – Aspilicueta, yeah. Thiago Silva, and Koulibaly. Yeah. What are they doing? Like, and look, after Aspilicueta five, cannot play anymore two for, wins, for Chelsea. Two wins, one draw, two losses from five. And it's not like they played good game. a tremendous – one good half. I would say they put, I guess, yeah, against Tottenham. Um, so th- there's a lot of questions. Well, the me Southampton, about that. The, the Leicester game, that was pretty impressive with ten. With men. the man down, that's fair. But, but maybe mean, look, they need to play with a man down. But so here's <laughs> the important question for Chelsea. You know, you have a new owner. Uh, you you splash cash left and right. Like, but Bowley had a tough beginning to the transfer window because it's he a you know, scattered. He, yes. But he so he lost out on a bunch of high end guys that were basically obvious. If you can get Delict, if you can get Kunde, you get them. But they couldn't. Lewandowski, whatever we've talked about it. Um, but now you're sitting tenth, and I'm not overreacting to Chelsea their start. But you have to wonder: is 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 Tommy Tuchel really Bowley's guy? Right? I don't, I don't think there's anyone. There's no there there. It's literally. Tuchel and Bowley. There's no. No, I know that. There's no and, hierarchy, so he and can't. As go. you just said, he's not. He needs a, a, a publicist, you know, to base it, or at least somebody to translate his. Marina. Just awful... oh, I, know, I know. I just need a girl named Marina <laughs> to handle my transfers and negotiate contracts, Marina. <laughs> oh wait, here you go. I said this. I said this when the draw came out. Yeah. When Spurs, uh, when Chelsea go to Zagreb, they will drop points the following game. So, <laughs> in keeping with that, I'm going to pull it up again. Uh, they are going to Fulham, so they're actually they actually got some decent travel on either side of this. They're they're home to West Ham. By the way, they have they West Ham Zagreb. next. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they are home to West Ham. They go to Zagreb on a Tuesday, and then they come back and they stay in London. They go to Fulham, Craven Cottage on a Saturday. Um, so that won't, that won't be too bad. That's a shame. Although I'm going to step back West, from that. West Ham Chelsea is not a joke. That's just like no, no, you no, guys no, just no, had. No, not at all. Right? Like they might not win that game. Yeah. Especially no, the I, way they're yeah. defending, especially on set pieces, they're mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. So and I don't I mean, know look, what TT is going to get up to. If but, you drop one of the next two games, and I mean lose, not not draw. Yeah. Or if you draw, but I guess if you don't get. He's not, uh, he's not getting fired though. There's no. Uh, hold on. Then you've got Liverpool and Chelsea, um, excuse me, Palace back to back. And that's on the other side of a of a, a break of the only international break we'll have before the World Cup. So fine, maybe. But if he gets his doors blown off by Liverpool, is that six coaches a seven? They're not fine. Then he's not getting fired. Fine. And I, I think the reason why is because I always ask this if you're gonna fire the coach in any sport, who are you bringing in? It's gonna make a difference. Yeah, it's there's nobody better. out there. There's Pochettino. There no, that's the care. name. Don't you dare. That's the, he'd go. He doesn't care. I know he would. That bothers me. <laughs> so we've, we've covered the big sort of things. There's I do want to talk a little bit about Southampton. Southampton really good. They have the makings of an amazing defensive partnership. I think we talked about Salisu and the other guy whose name I'm not even going to try and do right now. But they're both young. They brought in more young guys. Essentially, I think they got the like associate director of football from City is now their director. So he's mm-hmm. just mainlining city youth <laughs> into into Southampton and good for them good for them they're playing them, right? the kids and they've sent out Jack Stevens and they've sent out 
Bednarik. Bednarik, I think, went to Aston Villa. I'm like, that guy's not going to help Aston Villa. <laughs> Stinks. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have Tyrone Mings. Let's get more Tyrone Mings. <laughs> um, so interesting yeah. teams there. I just want to make sure we don't miss anything on the schedule. Let's just run through it really quickly. So Saturday, a lot of games all at once. Everton, Liverpool, we discussed. Nottingham, Bournemouth, we discussed that. These are all the 10 a.m. games. Wolves, Southampton, that one is the least interesting. Uh, Palace versus Newcastle. We didn't touch Palace, Brentford, a great game, but don't, not really have time to cover that. Then Brentford leads another pressing, attacking uh, nerd bowl number two. Brentford at yes. home versus Leeds. That should be really good. Let we me let me hit, let me hit you Jesse with my uh... and then your boys Fulham and Spurs at London Derby. Two London Derbies: Chelsea and West Ham, and then Villa and City. And then there's a there's the Sunday schedule is uh, Brighton versus Leicester. I Brighton's winning that game, and then of course. Uh, Man United, Arsenal, but you wanted to touch on Jesse Marsh and his I did want to touch and on MLS uh, major so, league okay. soccer. I have a th- I have a theory. I'm trying to bring up Daniel James's stats for this year. He played. He started two games out of four, and he fell out of favor quickly in the team. And Brendan Aronson is playing. And not, and by the way, I'm not here to uh, make a, a, an argument for Daniel James. I think he's barely Premier League quality. Right? Fine. He but is so, a um, is about a one dimensional player as that dimension is just right. he can run. And so, um, not a whole lot from uh, from that one game. There's so many Jameses in the in the Premier League. I just looked them up. Um, but so, okay, Jesse Marsh, famously, you know, MLS and American, and he brings in Aronson and Tyler Adams, and um, he kind of pushes Daniel James out of the side, right? Uh, and by the way, I'm looking it up. Nothing really inspiring. Three shots in two games. Not even a key pass. I feel like, like they need him, which is weird. Uh, James. Yeah. No, I don't think so, and here's why. He froze him out, okay? He was trying to make his next two to three months hell. Do you know why? Because he's Welsh. He's Welsh. And let me tell you something. In the middle of November, when the World Cup starts, do you know who the Welsh national team plays in the first game of the group at the World Cup? The United States men's national team. And Jesse so, Marsh. So is why is LAFC giving a home to Gareth Bale if they care about, about winning Shit. the game? That's a good point. That blows a hole in my theory. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> By the way, Tyler Adams is a hell of a player. I think as you watch him, you do get like, you know, Wappingers Falls Conte vibes. Mm-hmm. He's this tiny little destroyer. He's got a toughness to him. Aronson is just to hear, because I listen to at least four different British podcasts. Three of them are, the most of them are from The Athletic. So Tifo, podcast the the daily football show on at the athletic and then the totally football show that has two episodes a week and they cannot talk about aronson more they all fucking love him and that's not just these american guys these are english people they like that he's got the vibe um and so that's exciting about that game i'm looking forward to again looking forward to more games i like when the schedule is juicy and pumping and games come and go it's yeah it's great um so we have more games and then we have Champions League and we have all this stuff. We have to – the narratives are, you know, can Arsenal keep it going against United? This is a big statement game for both teams. Big this one. is credentials for Arsenal. Where another – where is United in their progression? A nil-nil mm-hmm. draw, a draw for Ars, for United is amazing. They would kill for a draw. Although Arsenal 
never win at Old Trafford. Ever. Arsenal, uh, both teams should would be if you probably secretly gave them the opportunity for a draw right now. Would Ten Hag take it? Ten Hag and Arteta Ten Hag would take it less than Arteta. I think Arteta would be like, come on, let's go fucking win this thing. They right, really right. put pressure on. But my point is that you know the coaches obviously want to go out there and win the game. But like if you Ted, if you gave Arsenal fans a minute to sit down and relax, you've got 15 points from five matches. You go, hey, oh, they kill, they kill for a draw. You take a draw. You take a draw. Every but day. they I would take want, a draw. They shouldn't want that draw. No, and then but I think you, the other you'd thing, happily take a draw. Yeah. The other things are um, seeing how some of these transfers bet in. There's a lot of little players that are going to pop up. You're going to be like, who the F is that guy? Leeds got this young Italian striker, an African, a, a black guy who's Italian, who's 18 years old from the national team. Uh, Brighton grabbed Billy Gilmore, who we loved oh, last season when, he went, when he went to Norwich. And he kind of, kind of didn't work. But maybe it's just Norwich. Maybe he was too small. Maybe... Potter will find a way. Um, a lot of players coming in and out. So we'll get to see new friends. Hey, one, friends one, one, uh, let yeah. me throw one at you. Uh, back at Everton, Idrissa Ganagay is a huge one for Everton can, in there. He can still run. Because yeah, he's but, now 32. But they're only playing one game a week, whereas, yeah. well, one game a week in the Premier League when all the European stuff kicks in. I, I actually, I, I, I think I, I, I'm – Sort of war- my Kartik Krishnar of the World Soccer Talk podcast said something that was really interesting to me. He was like, "Oh, I really like Lampard. The the when when he he develops young players, they get better with him." Now I don't yeah. necessarily like his tactics, but he did bring through Mount at Derby mm-hmm. and then Chelsea. He did bring through Tammy Abraham. It was under him that Gilmore got to play. So a lot of young players have come through. He's taken a Wobi, not necessarily young. He's made that adjustment, which is interesting. He has got to get credit for Gordon just letting him play, giving yeah. him some freedom and Richarlison and all the Richarlison was already established. So maybe right. my brain on on Lampard is a little different. Maybe he he's not a great tactician and he kind of just tells guys to press, but maybe he gives players freedom. He's a player's manager. Maybe that and he did get that team to stay up. So um, interesting things. I think I actually like where Everton are. I think once they signed Tarkovsky and Cody, I was like, oh, they'll be fine. <laughs> like, right. Those guys, those guys are. They're not fucking around. <laughs> I'm still not so sure, but we'll see about it um, as the next few weeks go along. But yeah, we're uh, we've got a day off, and then we've got more and more games, and then we've got Champions League right behind that. So oh can't God, can't be more tired. excited about it. We've got two months of this before the World Cup. Two months, yeah, three months, two and a half. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be awesome. Other than that, Laurent, you got anything else? That is that, my friend. All right, let's get out of here. Okay, that was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We are the football wing of the Chop Sport Network. We are recording on Mondays and Thursdays, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you are listening on Apple or any other platform, please rate and review the show. We need it. Share it. Talk about it. Uh, join our WhatsApp group. It's been lively, so we'll see you on Monday. 